Hello. Um, for audio listeners, there's just a bunch of silence, and that's just Will and I staring into the camera at our yeah video. Start watching video. Yeah, get on. We're on Spotify. Come on, you can. It's not watch and listen. Watch and listen, or just listen. Because sometimes, well, when I'm at work, I I just can listen to podcasts. I can't watch. No, watch. Um. Yeah. Yeah, just watch. All right, well, that was good. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Done for the week. Uh, Which one do I want to talk about first? It's a big week for Star Wars. Uh, Two major things dropped. Andor Episode 5. Three. Three five. cameos. So, not Andor Episode 5. Uh, eight. Episode 8. Three cameos in the episode. And then Tales of the Jedi. Sorry, I just ripped out the gnarliest burp. That's why I had to mute my mic. Sparkling water will do that to you. Wow. Um, let's talk Andor right now. So, episode eight. Uh, what's the planet's name? Nar- the episode slash planet name? Narkina N- 5. Narkina. Narkina 5. Bro. Dude, this. They find a way to up the ante every week. Well, we were talking about this. So, on like Wednesday, on Wednesdays after Andor comes out, I usually call Will as I'm driving back from the gym at like, I don't know nine at night yeah because i usually watch it at eight um and we're just like i don't understand how the show continue like continually seems to be getting better yeah ign doesn't think that but i honestly at this point like ign is just an absolute they they give the batman a 10 it's just whoever's reviewing it oh well which i mean everybody this is this is exactly case in point everybody has their own differences because I do not think this episode was a 6 out of 10. I think this episode was a 10 out of 10. Again. Yeah, I... Maybe not a 10 out of 10, but like a 9 out of 10. I honestly think the lowest I could rate any episode of Andor is probably about a 7.5 or an 8. Probably... Uh, episode 2 probably gets a 7 for me. I Yeah, I mean, and at worst, it's just like really good. Yeah, really good you can use. For me, I'd say just there. Yeah, I guess episode two kind of was just there, but everything else has been fantastic. Yeah, Um, this episode, so good. I just, well, the thing is, it harkens, I mean, I've been hearing everybody who's been reviewing this episode saying the same thing. It was immediately the first thing I thought when Cassian shows up on that prison plan. I'm like, oh, this is THX 1138. This is, this is a straight direct reference to it was like George Lucas's experimental film that got him into the business. I think it was um, cause it was originally a short film he did at USC and then he made it a full feature length film. I don't know anybody who's seen like the whole movie. I want to watch it now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to <laughs> mm, be interesting, but it's just, Oh, this show is such a. I can't even put into words like, I I'll the start. emotions the show makes me feel. I'll start for you. 
I think uh, the thing that makes this show so great, and like we were talking about IGN, where I vehemently disagree, is that like I'm actually for the first time I think ever scared of like the Empire as a whole. Like I'm genuinely terrified of like the Empire. Yeah, they're not anybody. They're not to be, to be trifled, trifled with. with. Yeah. No, wow. they don't care. Wow. It's no, it's like always... weird. Well, we can, you and I said two weeks ago, we can probably guess what each other thinks of each Star Wars thing. So, I mean, but yeah, no, I'm like genuinely terrified of the Empire because they're making them out to be, they're making them out to be an Empire. Like they really are just out to control everything. Like whatever's said about them, whatever is like even thought about them. Because you and I texted the same thing, basically. We said the act that was enabled after... um, the Aldani incident. P O R D. I don't remember what that stands for. Public ordinance something, maybe? You keep talking, I will look it up. Whatever P O R D stands for, um, you and I had both said this sounds incredibly similar to the Patriot Act after the unfortunate events of 9 11. And the United States was like, mm, yes, the Patriot Act, this is for your safety. And it was like, actually, we're going to spy on literally everything you own that runs on the internet. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's, it, yeah, it's, again, people say, oh, I don't like it when there's politics in Star Wars. Like, dude, there has been politics in Star Wars literally since the original trilogy. George Lucas talks about it. So, I mean, you um, might not be able to piece it together, but I mean, I feel like P.O.R.D. is very similar to the Patriot Act. I think maybe I'm pulling at straws here but i think that's like what the point of it is yeah um the pord is the public order the public order resentencing directive it was a law invoked by the galactic empire in wake of the events of the aldani imperial base and five bby it imposed harsher penalties than anyone convicted of crime criminal offense acts that affecting the empire aka Anything you do against the Empire means you are getting slapped the, with the hardest um, sentencing and repercussions. So You see it with Cassian. So. And I mean, you see them use the P.O.R.D. Uh, act with Bix. We cut back to her. And when mm-hmm. she, bro, screw Bix. She totally got that dude at the hotel killed. Well, I mean, okay. This is my issue with, like, characters and shows. Like, this is my issue with characters and shows. Like, they're real people who have their own free will and they're written. Um, it's like, why would they try to call Cassian, even though he's wanted by the Empire, for yeah. like blowing up their town? It's like I get it, but then it's just like, guys, what yeah, are we get, doing here? We get it. I his get mom's it. on her Sick. off her rocker, trying to like open up doors for the rebellion and yada 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 which is good for her and all but like yeah you need to put two and two together and realize that like if the umpire was able to track cassian down to ferrix without even like really having much of a lead you can guarantee that they're going to be able to track you down making a phone call then yeah it's it's like guys well, and then the nice, the cool thing is about this episode, like, 
we see like you're like oh they're gonna get in contact with like because you're like i'm sitting there i'm like, watching like, oh she's gonna call luthan and they're gonna piece together and luthan's just and then like luthan and clear and clear's like we gotta cut it off we can't do this it's like you're you're losing your edge he's like no i'm not and then he has to cut it off and you're like oh crap now i have no idea how these people are gonna get back to luthan and find andor yeah i well so okay i wanted to see because we were i sort of mentioned earlier did you catch all three of the cameos that were in this episode caught andy circus um yep that he's a phenomenal actor too i i, I see okay. him playing this role uh, i don't remember what the guy's name is now don't care it was he is phenomenal andy circus can do everything he can do everything yeah. I have been banging this drum, I think, on this podcast. I'm like, Andy Serkis deserves one of those lifetime Oscar awards just for, like, acting and mocap. Everything. I'm so bummed about the way his character panned out in uh sequel trilogy. Because he's such a good actor. And oh, Snoke? Yeah. Yeah, him doing mocap for Snoke was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I love um, watching the behind the scenes of him as Snoke. Yeah, he... Oh, I love Andy Serkis. Um... Let's just address this right now. I don't think that guy turns out to be Snoke. Yeah, I don't know. Um, th- I don't know get why people think he does. His name's Kino. Kino Loy. It's like, okay, yes, they're played by the same actor. Whatever. Now we have Andy Serkis' face in Star Wars and not his voice. Very different people. I think for him to turn into Snoke would be a huge reach. I wouldn't like that either. No. it would. I'd be like, what are we do- like? Unless if it's they done would, well, but, like, you really have to craft a good story around that. I don't know how you do it well, but... I mean, oh, yeah, they already retconned who Snoke was, so... But, so, that's the first cameo. Yeah, Andy Serkis, phenomenal. His, I love how he's at the prison facility, like, running the whole thing, and he he's only concerned about his numbers and how much longer he has until he gets out. He's like, do your job, get our numbers up every day. So we beat the other levels and go to sleep and then do the same exact thing tomorrow. He's like, I don't yeah. care anything about you. Just do your job. Well, he's like, we all want to go home, right? It's like, yeah, it's like that work your tail off and we'll go home. Yeah. You won't have to deal with the electroshock floor. That's going to murder you. <laughs> Barbecue you. Like the one, oh my. Dude, just the writing in the show, the shots in the show, everything in the show assumes you're intelligent. Like they took the they say like, oh yeah, you don't want to be on the floor after midnight if you sleepwalk. It's like, well, because you die, then a guy dies. He wasn't sleepwalking though. No, he yeah, because they said did he jump, and it's like, uh, oh, this must yes. be common. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh boy, um. Okay, so I caught the Andy Circus cameo. I caught Melshi. That was that the was... other one that I was curious if you, that was. So there's yeah. Well, Dude, when they, they said were saying Melshi, that, they said Melshi, and I was like, wait a minute. I was thinking of Rogue, and I was like, Melshi, Melshi, standing by. I'm like, I know that. Well, when they said Melshi, I like pointed the screen. I'm like, Melshi. Yeah, I didn't think that they would bring him back. Well, he's a Rebel Pathfinder, or uh, yeah, I think he's one of the Pathfinders. He's on the Special Ops Rep or uh, Rebel or. The special operations rebel unit. I know, but I didn't think that they'd bring his character back because I didn't think he was in uh, prison with Cassian. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Like, these two are both going to be scooped up and oh, used for the well, rebellion. So, yeah, 
you see that like they're already butting heads in prison so like now that they're working together for the rebellion i'm like okay this is going to be a cool dynamic to watch to i didn't out. think they butted heads i thought they got along uh, at the prison i thought wasn't melshi the one that was like yelling at him no i think it was the other guys i don't think him and melshi were yelling at each other i don't remember there's so many like just there's so many just side characters in this show like it's tough for me to remember all their names like house of the dragon um yeah the nice thing with house of the dragon is that they just repeat the characters names a hundred times so i'm like okay i can remember their names now yeah no this it's like they say it twice i'm like i still don't know your name yeah um, um i don't no, know yeah i don't remember the stuff with i guess melch i'd have to rewatch the episode but he's in it and i'm curious to see how they both get out of prison now because i'm dying to I'm... see this prison break I have no idea how anybody's going to get out of this prison. I'm like, this looks like a pretty lockdown facility. And there's a lot. There are a lot of people. And okay. When you're in sign language. Yeah. They're they're doing sign language. This guy must be his kid or something across the thing. And then you look and you see that. And then you see down and up. Not to mention that is one of like five of those things in that little ocean that they landed on. I thought it was uh, like just looking at what it was. I was like, oh, that looks like the raft from... Mm-hmm. civil war just because it's anything that's like out in the water i agree i was like oh this is i was like wow i wonder when tony stark's gonna land on here yeah thunderbolt ross i um i am super super excited though to see like how it pans out and how they are able to get away because i know that if the prison break i honestly could see the prison break taking place at the finale and this being like a six episode story arc well i think that the the current plan, I think what I've heard from multiple like people like in the podcasting community, um, like I'm, I'm just saying I've heard from like th- on like three different podcasts that I listen to. It's like they think this is going to be a three episode arc and then the last one are going to be like the last like a two part ending to the season. I don't know. Well, we're on. This is episode eight. You said and there's 12. So there's nine, 10, finish it up and then 11 and 12, like a two part finale. Yeah. So we still have five episodes left yeah so i i think that this is going to be like a six episode story arc no i know but what like i don't think it's going to be like you know where like there was the first three set of episodes then there was the second three you know how like it does those i think for the last six now of the show i think it's going to just be one whole story arc because i can't see they haven't set things up enough for it to How's this a six episode story? This is eight, nine, ten. That's three, and then eleven, twelve. Okay, yeah, I, okay, so five episodes. Sorry. I mean, I'm uh, yeah. no, 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 I, seven. I, honestly, I don't know. It starts at seven, dude. I don't even know if episode seven was even really like a setup for an arc. This, I, the thing is, with this, like, he gets I, like, he gets captured in jail that episode, so like you have to see that episode. Yeah, but like, okay, I think the three episode arc thing was kind of true up until the end of six and then like seven kind of felt standalone this one felt standalone but they feel very congruent in the overall story arc i, I don't know honestly at this standalone point, i don't know honestly i don't really care i'm so into whatever the show does i'm like no i know but i'm just trying to predict and theorize with you like how it's going to end because i don't think that they're going to be able to break it up into like i think this is the story till the end of the season like i think you this think he's in jail till the end of the season I mean, Luthen's Luthen's pulling at straws trying to figure out where he is. Um, 
I don't know if he's going to be in jail to the end of the season. I don't think I don't he'll think... be in jail to the end of the season, but I think the story arc of like what's happening like in like this prison setting, I think that's going to go till the end of the season. Well, not... wait, 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 wait. If the story arc going till the end of the season in the prison till the end of the season? <sighs> I guess I'm considering this, this uh I'm phrasing this poorly. The story arc of like the fallout of Aldani. Okay, yeah. I'm considering this like that, like that six episode story arc till the end of the season. So he oh, might break out, the, but he's, oh. so he's not breaking out of prison. Like by like the episode 11 and 12, he'll probably be out 10, 10. Yeah. I'll say not this next episode, but the next one, he'll probably find a way to get out. I know. I agree. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. The fallout of Eldani is going to be the, yeah, that's the driving force through the end of season one. Well, because um, you and I were talking a couple weeks about like the Goran massacre because they brought it up, which they didn't bring up the Goran massacre. They, they brought up the Goran people. I think we're going to see did. the Goran massacre. No, no, no. You and I were talking a couple weeks ago about how the Goran massacre was a thing with mm-hmm. Mon Mothma, which switching gears now going over Mon Mothma. Still, like, I want to say one of the best characters in the show. Mon Mothma just like. I don't know how you take a character who looks like they have done like like they had like one meme line in Return of the Jedi and you turn them into like the most interest one of the most interesting characters. Well, honestly, her, the hmm? we get to see her twice this week. I guess we did. Yeah, we did get to see her in Tales of the Jedi, and then we saw her in Andor. To be honest with you, I did not even see her character in Tales of the Jedi. I was like too busy staring at Bale. I was like, Bale. <laughs> I know. I was, Bale's gonna show up in season two of this show. Anyway, so. Um, yeah. with Mon Mothma, yeah, her uh friend back from Chandrilla, totally dead. Her husband is on to her. Yeah. Um, her husband is on to her. Yeah, I yeah, that Tay guy is gonna be toast at some point. Um, I don't know when. <clears throat> um, yeah, he he's toast because like trying to funnel money and then they can't. And she's like freaking out. Yeah. Well, because she honestly, asks, she's obvious about it. She's like, "Where's Tay?" It's like, okay, man, you're gonna really like start to like raise some eyebrows if you're always like, "Where's Tay?" It's like, what are you two talking know, about? It's desperate times right now for her. So I mean, yeah, I mean I the empires, the empires strengthening their grip. So I mean, obviously, when you only have two allies, being Luthen yeah. and Tay, her daughter is not one of them. Tell you that. Yeah, her daughter hates her. Her daughter's a brat. Daughter is a brat. Why? Why did we stop spanking kids? You and I are. <laughs> I don't think we did. I think that's still a thing. Just go talk I, to I, Peterson about it. Oh my god. Um, I. Um, I don't know though with like how long that story arc is going to pan out because with the hotel, the guy who was running the hotel that Vix got tortured. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow her husband, Monmatha's husband, like turned him into the Empire or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Honestly, like I could definitely see that. Him like, oh well, what are you? I I don't know. I can definitely. See, I definitely think we're gonna see. Um, what's his toes? Um, who's the guy? Tarkin. Who's not Tarkin? Well, I think we're gonna see Tarkin at some point. But um, who's the guy? Who's your parent? Perrin. Perrin's definitely turning Tay in. Perrin? Mon Mothra's husband. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about like a cameo of someone. 
I don't know who the other cameo is that you're talking about because I know Melshi and I knew Andy Serkis, but he was like he had major speaking lines. It was Saw Guerrero. Okay, full transparency. I just woke up from a nap, and I that the reason I pulled up the synopsis for this episode, I was like, I am like in a fog right now. Yeah, I can tell. Um, <clears throat> so do you want to get into Saw Guerrero's bit? Well, so we definitely think it's Mon Mothma is going to break away from like her M- imperial role in the Senate because of the Gorn massacre. If they're talking about the Gorn people twice now in this season, twice, it's going to be like part of the finale then. Yeah, no, we're going to see some serious stuff go down. Um, I want to get into the ISB before we get to Saw. Okay, I was going to say, which one do you want to get into? One or the other. Deidre making her Kate, or Dedra. Bro, they keep calling it schedule as well. It's annoying I like schedule. me. I they like say schedule. schedule, and then somebody said schedule. I'm like, which one is it? Make your mind up. It's like caramel and caramel. Picky what do you poison. think it is, caramel or caramel? Caramel. All right, all right my man. Yeah, we're American put in there what the hell is a kilometer what the hell is a kilometer um <laughs> no i dedra is we'll call her deidre because we've been calling her deidre forever deidre um deidre's a boss her making deidre, her case to yularen straight up boss and she like fights back on him and he's just like looks at her and i'm like yeah she kind of realized who she was like i just said that to him yeah i just said that to wolf yularen arguably the coolest name in all of star wars so is he like overseeing like the entire isb is he sort of that every um, who partigas reports to them i well and i definitely Yularen think goes report to report to like palpatine i wouldn't be surprised well given the fact that he's talking about like i don't think they ever talk about let me look up his i got wikipedia up next to me right now let me look at this um because I, I would imagine he's so. in charge of the isb okay hold on well, I only say that because he's he. I only say that because he's going to talk. He said last week that he was going to talk to Palpatine. Like there was um, a, there was an emergency meeting being held, so that's why I was like, if he's over, if he's taking part of these ISB meetings now, I wouldn't be surprised if he is. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so it looks like okay, according to Wikipedia, um, Yalaren resigned his commission in the imperial navy to become in favor of becoming a colonel in the imperial imperial security bureau and in this capacity rooted out sedition in the imperial senate as well as served as liaison to the naval intelligence agency following the events of the birch teller campaign i don't know what that is it's probably something from rebels which i'll get to eventually um he played he just plays an important role in the isb i guess so well, we'll consider him the head of it right now because we don't know otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So With what's happened in the galaxy as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, okay. I just I just wanted to read out all of the stuff. So it looks like he's not I don't know. He's a he's a big deal. Because he talks with Emperor Palpatine, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Deidre's, like, going total boss mode, like, pitching her case to him. And then part of Gaz being, like, I back her up. I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is what I was looking for out of the Empire. Well, she's also kind of, like, taken a short route because she finds out then through – we didn't – I didn't think serial, serial 
Karn, whatever Karn. I'm just gonna call him Karn. Cyril Karn. Cyril Karn. Virgin Karn. Cyril Karn. Whatever his name is, however you pronounce his first name. He finally intersects with Deidre's story. I didn't think it was gonna be like this soon, um, but he keeps basically <laughs> put sounding the alarm like we need to find Cassie and Andor, and she's like, "All right, bro, if you don't freaking stop right now." Yeah. Well, she. I mean, then she tries to go do it. Yeah. I mean, like, she does do it, but, like, I had predicted everything right up until the point where she tells him no to joining the ISB is helping her. Yeah. I was like, and he's like, oh, I'll help you. I was like, I'm like, yes, I called this. Yes, I called him. She looks at him, she's like, no. And then she turns around and walks out, and I was like, Darn. I should have expected. Okay. I, I feel like seeing that, though, and, like, looking back at it, I'm like, I definitely could have anticipated that happening. Honestly, I honestly, after seeing that, at this point, I think Cyril's going to go rogue after Cassian to find him himself. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the dude is clearly obsessed with, like, clearing his name. Yeah. And she said how she was going to go clear his name in the name of, like, the Empire or whatever, or in favor of the Empire. Yeah. He still does not look satisfied with that. No, he's just like, I want to be the one to do it. Yeah, he's such a virgin, dude. <laughs> Can't stand him. Um, Yeah, I... <laughs> In the way like Deidre like is written and the way she plays like her role is awesome. Also, I like how they refer to Luthen as Axis because it's like Axis and then Fulcrum later. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really cool. Um, but I like when they're on Ferrix and when it's just like the little things like when there's like um who's the guy that Bix who who's the shop who who's the guy. The guy who owns the shop that picks, makes the call out of. The hotel owner? Yeah, well, the guy who's just like, oh, yeah, you can go out back or wherever. He's not going to answer or whatever. And then the, she sees him in the hotel because, like, they're like, oh, do you want to screw him? She's like, no, I want it. I want her to see him. And then the yeah, door yeah. opens. That She's like, what are you doing? Manager. Get him out of here. Yeah. That was a really good scene, too, where she they act like why is he still in here? And it's like, oh yeah, okay, why is he still in here? Yeah. You know exactly what you were doing. Yeah, it's... This is what I mean, though, where, like, the Empire is actually terrifying because, oh my god, dude, they really just are so happy. Like, the people who are, like, higher up in the Empire are so happy that this happened. They're oh, so yeah. happy. Oh yeah. They're like, like oh can, yeah. I can guarantee but... you Tarkin by the end of this season is going to be laughing while he's landing on people yeah wow. that was in that was in legends so who knows how it'll happen in canon i don't think they're going to do it that way i think well i think they did in a comic book and i think they like shot him with blasters at like a riot or something in canon they shot protests like i think i think it was a bunch of stormtroopers shot protesters um yes and i guess well this leads right into uh mainly the meeting between saw and luthan which was intense awesome okay i like the dude who stands out front with a huge cycler rifle the mask and the cycler yeah. rifle i don't know what that guy's name is he was in rogue one he was back in this i got he's sick. at he's got like three lines in rogue one but he's cool i don't know what his name is find it out i just like cycler rifles yeah they're freaking sick fun to play as and um or use in battlefront 2 we're just running around with cycler rifles well freaking 
people go pod racing and Tuscan Rangers are like just firing shots off at people. Imagine you're just like it's like a NASCAR event, but like instead of like just being able to race fine, people are like sitting with hunting rifles shooting at you from a distance. <laughs> this guy has such a weird name. What's his name? Wait, now I don't know actually. What do you mean um, you don't know? There's a ton of different names for him. It looks like it's Edrio, but he goes by the name Two Tubes. Yep. Just as good a naming as Dr. Quadpaw. I was about to say, I was like, this sounds like Dr. Quadpaw. (laughs) But then, in in a different Wikipedia fandom, his name is maybe Benthic? I don't know. Two Tubes. He's referred to as Two Tubes in both. You know what my so favorite? We'll, we'll call him Two Tubes. You know what my favorite name in all of Star Wars is what? I'm a gun die. <laughs> you know the guy that um, Savage Press and Maul kill. Like he's the Jedi Master they kill in one of the episodes. Oh yeah. His name is Jedi Master. I'm a gun die. <laughs> I'm sure it's not I'm a Gundy. <laughs> no, well, it's like I'm gonna die. Like that day, oh, like they named yeah, him yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm a gonna I'm die. Gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That actually is funny. Um, but they never say his name. But like when you read it, it's like I'm a gun die. It's like, haha, that's funny. But um, no. But the meeting with Saw is so freaking good. Yeah, they're playing coy with one another about who actually did the Aldani incident. It's like I didn't do it, but you probably did. It's like no, I didn't do it, but you probably did. It's like nah, but that's something you would say if you did it. It's like we all know who did it. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And honestly, like, Saw is kind of, he's listenable in this. He's not, like, total madman at this point. Yeah, he's not nuts like he is in the last uh, live-action appearance he has. I'm just glad I didn't tell whoever to drag Luth into the Borgullet. One tends to lose one's mind. That was, like, the most outlandish part of the movie. Oh, my God. If that movie did scene, if that scene was cut, it doesn't change anything. No. It, do- it doesn't stu- change a single thing in that movie. No, it's so dumb. But, um... Oh, I like how, like, because, like, Saw is talking about this. Like, what are we going to do? Like, there's rebellion all over. There's all of these different factions. We're, like, and Luthan's like, I'm trying to get us together, bro. I need you to, like, help me out here. Yeah. Like, do the meeting with this one dude. I don't know. I can't, it's, like, Anton Krieger. Anto Krieger. It's like, mm. do the mission with dude. We'll get you this. We'll pay you that. We're like, we're all trying to come together. It's like, no, I don't want to do it with that guy. He's an idiot. I don't it's like, like him. Yeah. It's like, oh dude. my God, we're never going to get this off the ground. If you guys can't put just put aside your differences. Well, Luthan's point of like, where he says the empire, like he fears a world like the empire's like uh, grip and like shadow of the galaxy just becomes too much to even possibly overcome. Yeah. And I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, I don't even know how you could think to overcome it right now. No, honestly, yeah, that's like, whew, that's a tall yeah. task. It is a tall um, task. But I, I don't know, man. The way, like, the, like even like, I know where the like the story goes. I know the rebellion gets formed. But like, when Sauce says all of these groups, I'm sitting there. I'm like. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do it. I don't think he's gonna be able to get them all together. You don't think so? No, of course he gets them together, Will, because we know oh. the rebellion forms. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, God, he 
he's in the, he's he's got a good point this is looks this is going to be really hard to do well i was going to say like all of them besides saw's group because i mean saw will obviously be a part but he's obviously too metal for the rebellion i'm waiting for them to have saw do some absolutely banana stuff where they're all just like all right that's a little too much he's gonna do the most benign crap in the galaxy like benign sure you know what benign is right no benign means like non bad non-lethal like a benign tumor of cancer isn't like it's not like dangerous i've been lied to (laughs) who lied to you my doctor what did your doctor say I think I, I honestly I have a major headache right now. I'll chalk it up to that. Okay. Um I dude, I have such a bad headache right now. <laughs> oh. All that pre workout you take? No, I didn't take any today, but I hucking air when I was squatting. Really? How much are you squatting? Two seventy five. Ooh, how many reps? Three. Wow. That's a lot of weight. Jeez. I know my tricep hurts. I think I was deadlifting 275 for sets of two reps. Just because I haven't deadlifted in forever. I hate deadlifting. I like it. You know who's lifting a lot of dead weight for the Rebellion? Luthan. I was going to say Saw. No, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, Saw is... This man, like, eats, sleeps, breathes Rebellion. Be, uh, in, in like in the con- can do in the conventional manner because he's like i'm out here in the cold that living this life every day you're getting caught between you're gonna slip man you're gonna slip it's like jeez bro just calm down yeah um but i i mean well then luther brings back he's like yeah there's all of this oppression this is exactly what we want we want the empire cracking down with pord we want all of this because this is gonna drive the people to rebel and it's like this guy's playing 3D chess out here with the Empire. It's terrible to see it happen, but, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. There's another person it's because we know how It's because we know how it ends. Yeah. If, like, we didn't know A New Hope, or if we didn't know anything that was coming out after this... I'd be like, how are they gonna do this? Yeah. I, I like, that's one of the bummers that, like, we know that... We know what we're building to, unfortunately. If we didn't... I mean, in the show, we don't. Like, each week, I'm surprised each week on how they can continue to make just insanely new and unique content for this. Yeah. Um, I love, too, that the time period as well, like, it just fits for most of it. Like, those electro floor, like, electromagnetic floors, whatever kind of floors those are. I love that they exist in the same time period as, like, Luke with his land speeder and all, like, this stuff that was filmed back in 1970 in the 70s and like you're going back to something that takes place technically five years before and it's still just it feels like the world yeah it's it is very eloquently written it is very beautifully shot the costumes are fantastic i have nothing negative i have nothing to say about poorly about this show I don't either. It's I 
I this is now so we've been on a streak of episode three, four, five, six, seven, and now eight. We've been on a six episode streak of like just like consistently good episodes, like minimum like nine out of ten in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's been two ten out of tens out of those episode three and episode six. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the rest are nine. So we've been on a very consistent streak. Yeah, I'm satisfied. I'm very satisfied with this show, though. And I'm beyond satisfied. I thought it was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be this good. I did not yeah. think it was going to be this good. Yeah. Um. Speaking so you're of out here saying, I was going to transition just like you were. You were saying how Tales of the Jedi is going to be the greatest Star Wars content we ever get. Tough to hold the candle to Andor, but I mean, okay. Pause but, 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 half. but, 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 yes. One half, half of Tales of the Jedi is straight gas, and the other half is exists. very well fan service. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about the Ahsoka stuff first, and we'll end on yeah. the straight heat. So, yeah, Tales of the Jedi just came out. Uh, they dropped all six episodes. Um... Man, I wish that they just made it like a twenty episode season. Yeah, I mean, I, I the thing is, I get what they were doing with the it's two like, Jedi they chose, and like, I it just like it thematically it made sense. So I understood what they were doing with the two characters they chose with Dooku and Ahsoka, and I understand why they're using Ahsoka. It's just like I liked the Ahsoka stuff. Don't get me wrong, Ahsoka's one of like my favorite characters in Star Wars. She's awesome. We yeah. have had so much Ahsoka at this point we're about to get a series with her it's like we've had so much ahsoka in animation exactly we have but it's it's again it's just like did we need more ahsoka no we did not could i have used six episodes of dooku 100 percent. yes well so this is my point when i say this there's three episodes of like quality fan service i'm not going to complain about getting more ahsoka content and I think the three episodes were, they were solid. They were really good. The first one, it was, I really was just meh on it. Like, I wasn't watching it like, oh my god. This no. Is insane. It was good. Um, But like, all three of these episodes with Ahsoka, they don't add anything new to her character, nor do they detract from her character. Everything that's presented to me, I'm like, this is how I already, like, I already know her for this. Yeah. What it does to me, honestly, is it shows more of, like, Anakin, and it shows more of uh, Captain Rex and Jesse. Um, I'll I'll say this. I think Baby Ahsoka is cuter than Grogu, but that's just me. Yeah, you can stay in that party of one, buddy. I don't know, she's adorable. She's all, like, running around and petting the tigers, because... Okay, so when Mando season three comes out, and we talk about it. I'll make sure to reference back to this and let you know. Okay, maybe it's just recency bias. Chalk it up to that. Hundred um, percent fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. You know what? You're gonna tell me Grogu sipping on like his little hot soup in episode. Okay, four, okay, one. you got me. I f- and okay, and then him eating the little cookies in the classroom. Crap. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. Baby Silk is cute too. Shut up. You know what? Let me just, let me be happy with my fandom. You you Snyderverse fan. 
but so it, it was good i mean her story arc was enjoyable i liked the the first one with like the whole okay i thought the first one was really funny where ahsoka's mom was like you need to respect and love nature and then she shoots some animal and i'm like you just did the opposite of what you said i don't know i thought the first episode was very beautiful it was like it was just it was nice it was a slow paced it was very intimate the story of life and death it's very like okay I, I need to i guess i need to say this about the entire series of tales of the jedi as a whole and and or because obviously you can compare the two because they came out at the same time in the star wars content objectively Andor is a far better show it is better written it's it's got a, it's got so much more going for it what i love so much about tales of the jedi specifically like the dooku stuff i really like the ahsoka stuff too that's not a problem Star Wars for me is always about has always been like the Jedi and the Force and the mysticism and like the story and the lore of that. Yeah. And that's what Tales of the Jedi has. That's what it has. And I love I I love that stuff. And I'll agree with you on the on the Dooku stuff. The, there has yes. like there are those like metaphors and that symbolism in the first episode with Ahsoka, but the Dooku stuff is like that's the star wars stuff that like i pay to see like that's the jedi stuff that like defines star wars like uh, to be honest with you if i could have a full season of dooku like a, a dooku season or whatever i would probably like that more than andor just oh, no, I would and, as well and like it was animation too i would take it exactly and that's not anything against andor andor like i i acknowledge andor is a better written shot show is live action it appeals to the masses that's fine it's the best live action show Oh, he's, it's not even close at this point. Um, just I prefer like the stuff with Dooku that came out, the, like episodes two through four. I want to get, I want to save that because like I want to talk about like I do, I do appreciate. We'll, we'll quickly wrap up the Ahsoka stuff here because I know you don't have a whole lot to say about it. Mm-hmm. I liked it just because like it delves into the more intimate moments of her character that you see, right from wrong, <sighs> learning that. I mean, like I know we've seen that before, but it's just it's it's always nice to see that, and I like the episode. No, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I was going to say they find yet again another way to make you cry and get you right back to the Siege of Mandalore. And, it, dude, it is amazing how they are crafting. Also, we see Kanan and his master. Yeah, we do. I saw that. And I was like, oh, I know them. Um, but, dude, yeah, they're walking before they meet out, go out to meet Jesse with uh, Rex holding like his gun to her and before they pull fast one on the clones. They do that and I was I was crying. I was like, you've gotta be kidding me. I did too because I was like I'm like I'm back, I'm like crap now this is I'm thinking about the Clone Wars and how that was my childhood and how it ended and now I'm sad about it again. All well, over yeah. again. Because like they do such a great job of like, oh this takes place before the clone or well early on in the Clone Wars, like after the movie, probably before like the series starts then as well. And, like, the second episode of Ahsoka's story is about that and, like, how Anakin wants to train her. I, I love that. I think that Obi-Wan was looking really good that episode, too. People were talking about the canonical inconsistencies with Obi-Wan's hair. I'm like... Oh, it's terrible. I'm like, I'm like whatever. He grew his hair out again. Get over it. And then he cut yeah. it off again. Get over it. Whatever at this point. It happens. Um, I love as well that they mentioned in the episode where it's it was practice makes perfect that she made it five minutes. And the thing that I love about that episode, 
I think that was my favorite Ahsoka one is because she oh, yeah. would never expect Rex to pull out his guns. She would nope. never expect that. And I think that's the first time that he did because then you reference back to when the Siege of Mandalore happens. And when he does that, I'm like, God damn, dude. This is just, that was tough. Well, and like you said, like it's it, we didn't learn as much about Ahsoka, but more about Anakin. You learn more about Anakin in episode five than you do about Ahsoka because he's like, no, he's like, Honestly, yeah, you did a good job, but these training remotes are nothing. This is stupid. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. Like, this isn't real life. Like, this is ridiculous. It's like, yeah. um, it's like a karate board. It's like, when you have a karate test, like, punch the wooden board. Like, they hit it, and it's like, it's like, well, yeah, cool, whatever. This isn't the real world. That's what I enjoy, because, I mean, obviously, again, it just shows how he was so far ahead of the council, and, like, certain aspects that they were just so far behind on, um, Got to put a pin in it because we want to come we'll back. We'll be back. Episode then the last episode with Ahsoka. Um, it was good. I think that one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was short. It was a very short episode. I'll tell you what. I only have the only reason I have beef with that episode is that Inquisitor had such a cool design, a cool voice, a cool mask. I wanted them in something more than like they died right away, and I was like. Well, I want to bring it up because seeing the fight, the fighting, the choreography in the fourth episode, spoiler alert, with between Dooku and Yaddle, that choreography and the fighting, I was like, oh my god, this is like peak lightsaber fighting. Like, this is what I love. And then you cut to, like, them, Ahsoka fighting the Inquisitor. I'm like, bruh, this was like two seconds long. And it's like, what, she grabbed his lightsaber and stabbed him with it? I'm like, you know what, like that's not the point of this like you said it because like yeah that wasn't really the point of the story for them to fight i'm like yeah i get it but then again i'm like he was because i remember in the trailer you and i were like who is that guy we're like who is that inquisitor so each episode is good because honestly at least for the ahsoka ones you can watch each of them on their own and like they're their own anthologies um yeah you can watch them at any point I love also, I want to go back to, or no, it was this episode as well then, because Ahsoka went to Padme's funeral, which is nice to know, and then Rex was there as well, so they must have gone, they were pulling up right after the ship crashed. No kidding. How did, yeah, how do you find out about that? They were flying over there, but Bale's had a great year too. Bale's shown up in two Star Wars shows now. He's about to show up in three. Yeah, Bale's having a great year. Did Jimmy Smith voice him in this, or is that the guy who voiced him in the Clone Wars? I don't know. I'd have to look at the cast. It's probably the guy who voiced him in Clone Wars. We'll make our transition now. So the Ahsoka arc was great. People who came back to voice. Dude, we'll okay. Go, we'll start at the beginning. We'll start at the beginning. I want to preface this with saying we talked about Mon Mothman being one of the most interesting characters in Star Wars. I stand corrected the most one like if i'm gonna make a mount rushmore of the most interesting characters i was like the most interesting backstories count dooku if count dooku is not on your mount rushmore of like in like star wars like character background origins if he is not on your mount rushmore i don't know what you were watching he's on my mount rushmore but he's also on the mount rushmore of most underutilized characters after seeing this exactly like they they added so much characterization for him within probably 30 minutes and yeah like 40 45 minutes tops. they added oh, tops yeah yeah 
it's like 30 to 45 minutes they added so much characterization for him in such a short period of time the first episode with him and qui-gon oh my goodness it was so good it's so like and like yes is it on the nose of course it is but that's like dooku sees stuff like this like this three episode arc about dooku is some of like the best star wars storytelling i have seen in animation yeah for a while in animation oh yeah like animation in this this episode four the sith lord is one of my favorite pieces of like but we'll get there we'll get there i want to talk about episode three then we'll do four two three and four. Oh yeah episode two i mean um episode two i mean like the stuff with qui-gon as well i that was it was very good it was nice to see young qui-gon and they got um liam neeson's son to voice him how cool mm-hmm. is that it's, you get to voice your, a character your dad made popular it's so cool um i love seeing qui-gon though like you dude the whole point of the second episode where it's like you're a jedi you're supposed to defend the senators of the republic and dooku's like i don't know what the hell you were talking about right now take a look around you that is not my job my job is to protect the people of the galaxy not to protect the senators and then qui-gon's like you need to go out there to your dad this is gonna bring dooku back from the absolute rage mode he's in right now yeah I and Dooku is I mean I can only imagine when the senator like went back to Coruscant was like hey yeah your Jedi Knight Dooku he kind of was uh not really cool about (laughs) hey man that's not cool man you just choked me man but that was like the biggest takeaway from that episode for me was just how the senator like the Jedi because we'll get into it because it plays a part in the third episode then as well it's basically the main part of all three of these episodes but corruption where duke duku's like our job is not to serve the senators our job is to serve the people of the galaxy the people of the republic and overall the people of the galaxy like that is the point of a jedi knight that's the point of the high republic and the high republic jedi knights do that yeah uh, the the jedi are not like a police force they're not a military organization they don't serve a like a political entity they are keepers of the by the people by the people exactly by the people for the people (laughs) um but so then episode three unless we have more with episode two um no honestly like what you see because like count you like you you start to see like count is seeing this corruption start now Mm -hmm. yeah well especially by episode three then honestly i'm kind i'm surprised that he went so hard oh like force choked in episode two and then not in episode three i think they could have like switched that maybe yeah yeah i think it might have been a little too early for his character to do that in the like at that point in the timeline yeah but that's just me that's just me being a little nitpicky i think it just might be a little too early for that character to do that but um yeah i'm i googled the wrong thing for andor but I real I looked at what I googled for Andor and I typed in Andor Circus Andor <laughs> instead of Andy Circus. Andor <laughs> Circus. Yeah, I meant to type in Andy Circus. But so, the third episode with Windu and Dooku, um, another banger of an episode. Well, I look because like, like Mace Windu's like I, again, 
this episode proved what I have been banging on this table since we started this podcast. Count Dooku represents what is wrong with the Jedi Order. He is by the books, by the regulation, not thinking about the people for the people first. He is not thinking in that manner. Not to say he's a bad Jedi, but like it's it's not like him personality. Like it is just but like if you were to say what a Jedi is, this is not what it's supposed to be. He has fallen into the corp it's like a corporate Jedi mindset, I guess. It's like what they've all adopted. And he talks about like how they need to protect the senators and how he, they need to go back to the Senate and to the Jedi Council, like for all this stuff. And you're looking at it, it's like this is not what you should be doing in the situation right now. You should not be going back to the Senate and making them aware of what's happening because you don't need their approval to do it. No, because Kantuku is like, if I had, if you were die, if you had died, would you want me to go back to the? Would you want me to figure out what happened to you or go tell the Senate about it? Yeah, he's just I, like, you're right. Yeah, well, Dooku, not Dooku, Windu is, I, <laughs> Windu is supposed to be like, I don't know how old. <laughs> you can quote what you said because it was. On I'm not. I'm not quite. Yeah, I was on Reddit and people were just. They're saying some funny things on there. People are people on Reddit are an interesting. They're hilarious. People, they're an interesting breed of human beings. Um, I yeah, no, I Windu looks, though, Windu ages great, man. I'll tell you what, that guy does not age. Yeah, he does. Here's what I'll say though: this one, and it's not fair. It's like this is like a nine, ten out of ten episode. This is my least favorite one out of the three that we get with Dooku. Really. I enjoyed the second one, but the, I mean the first one with him more. Yeah, I really like. I I'm, I don't know. I'm a sucker because you see, content. like, how, just just with the second episode compared to this one. So okay, I'll say the first episode with Dooku, because the way that these episodes are ordered it makes me a little aggravated. Um, mm-hmm. I wish they did like three and three instead of like Ahsoka three Dooku two Ahsoka. Just do your three and three. I mean, I get for like the time, like like chronologically, like this is how it plays out. But for people wanting to watch, it's like, oh, no, you have to watch episodes two, three, and four. You don't have to, but... But if you want stuff with Dooku, and they're like, I don't want to see any more Ahsoka. Or it's like, I don't want to see Dooku, and I only want to see Ahsoka. Oh, let me watch one, five, and six. It's just... I want to meet those people, because we need to okay, yeah, show yeah, them yeah, otherwise. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, even for saving time, then, if it's like you want to watch, like, the first three yeah. episodes, and you don't want to watch the last three, it's just... It's not framed perfectly like this is something that you need to watch all at once i think i agree i don't think this is like a one bite yeah. this isn't like bite-sized things like you watch this all at once that's that's what i think so or at least each story arc all at once but anyways way beyond the point the thing i love about the first episode of duke was that like the thing that makes it stand out more is i like watching how influential he is to young qui-gon and how qui-gon is looking up to him and you can tell it mm-hmm. based off his facial expressions through the animation in this like you can tell the way he's reacting and to how he follows Dooku. Like it's very Dooku plays a major part on his influence on his uh, influence for Qui Gon, which plays into Episode Four. Then um, I want to talk about in a minute. But with the second episode with Dooku, it's interesting. But I mean, I don't remember a ton that happens outside of like the senator being murdered. They realize that there's sort of an uprising going on the planet against yeah. him. And that's just like about it. It's just well, I, it's just confirming more of like what we saw in the previous episode. Yeah, I guess it's it's more of like the overall arc. It's like the building of like Dooku seeing like the senator's not serving the people. He spent more of his time on Coruscant. 
because he says to the guy that the guard who killed the senator it's like he's like i don't agree with how you did it but you were right in doing what you did mm-hmm. what absolute g yeah i was like wow that's you you're a g yeah he, he's on one but so there's that best episode now of the entire series the fourth episode the sith lord I didn't think that they could even make content surrounding like that takes place during the Phantom Menace. And I they never found a way even to considered it. it. I never considered. I never realized. Like as I was sitting there, I'm like, "Holy crap! Dugu is still at the Jedi Temple during the Phantom Menace." Not only that, he interacts with Qui Gon before he goes up to the Council. I'm like, which is insane. <sighs> so the thing that I love about like that episode is um when. Uh, there's a in the second episode with Dooku, Dooku says to Qui Gon, um, "You're a wise man, Qui Gon. You'll become a far better Jedi Knight than I ever will." Qui Gon says the same exact thing to Obi Wan in the Phantom Menace. He says the same exact line to Obi Wan, and then Obi Wan says the same line to Anakin. It, like, so you see, like how, like, this it's is like what poetry. I mean. Where, it's like yeah, poetry okay. and rhymes. Say your thing. So this is what I mean, though. Where it's like you, I love just watching, like this is the point of jedi knights and jedi masters like jedi apprentices and masters like you see how it like passes down through like their lineage and it's just like what you have learned that's just it so it makes me super happy to see that stuff the episode opens with dooku deleting the files as well for kamino yeah like the logs in a siphodius and i was like this is what I mean where I, this makes me mad that this could have been like 20 episodes and they could have made this like a six, 10 episode story arc and I would have watched all of it. Yeah. I, because oh. the thing that sucks is like, we know that at this point in the timeline that you see in this episode that Dooku is now basically the new Sith Lord. Yeah, he is. I mean, well at the end he is cause like up until the point also, yeah he, okay up until that yeah i, I want to say this first i mean up until like the end of his fight or like the beginning of his fight with yaddle he's like bro i don't know if i can keep doing this like exactly you got me running around like a madman out here and i've betrayed everybody that i know everybody that i love for this goal and like i'm not seeing anything come out of this and my 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 the the guy the the person that i love most is dead because of this right now because like he loves qui-gon like a son like he sees qui-gon as his son like that is the like seeing him the warn qui-gon's death at the tree at the jedi temple i was like oh beautiful. my gosh it was beautiful just him standing in front of the tree and him just being like i would take qui-gon here as a boy as someone who was raised on coruscant i didn't know qui-gon Jinn was raised on, i didn't know if he was born and raised on coruscant i'm not surprised and then you hear qui-gon is so into nature and you're like and in, in this moment, I'm like, I am now loving Qui-Gon Jinn more than I ever thought I would. So this is what I'm talking about. There did so much more developing for, like, Qui-Gon's character, Anakin's character, than Ahsoka's character. I'm like, Ugh, all right, I love the Ahsoka episodes, but they did so much more to these other characters. Yeah. Inadvertently. But I don't even think it's inadvertently. Yeah. And also, I just want to give a shout-out shout out to Bryce Dallas Howard. I want to she... talk about this. What? Well, I wanted to talk about. Yeah, you keep going. Oh no, no, you want to talk about the tree up, the tree, morning no, in front of the tree. I want to talk about Yaddle and yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard voices Yaddle. 
Well, because like so, this this episode in itself has like time jumps in it during like the Phantom Menace to like the end of it. It's literally like takes place in the middle of the Phantom Menace and then at the end of the Phantom Menace. Because when you first meet Yaddle, because like Yaddle is a meme up until this episode. True, Yaddle was and not like, really a character. No, Yaddle, Yaddle wasn't was just a character. Like, like, oh look, it's Woman Yoda. Okay. That's it. That's literally all people ever thought. But like Bryce Dallas Howard, like. She, her voice acting is great. She, she, this does not sound like Bryce Dallas Howard. No, she doesn't. She did a, she does a really good job. And like, I feel for like Yaddle is like a character I now love. I'm like, Yaddle's a G. We got to put a pin in it again because we're talking about voice acting. I want to get to this, but um, I love the symbolism as well, like the visualization of how before the episode like shows the title card of the Sith Lord, where it shows Yaddle walking in like the light after they get done speaking with Qui-Gon and then Dooku walking in the dark, I'm like, oh my god. I saw yep. that and I like pointed at my screen. I was like, I know it's happening. But so you said that this takes place then at like two points during uh, Phantom Menace 1 before Qui-Gon dies and before he meets with the council to talk about his findings. And then after he dies, talk about voice acting. Again, the goat is back, voicing Palpatine. Oh my god, Ian McDermott. This I love him. This guy. There are two people I am so happy that they love. There are two people who love coming back to do stuff for Star Wars, and it is Liam Neeson and Ian McDermott. And I guess I mean you could say Hayden and Obi or Hayden and Ewan McGregor Ewan. too. But like, like nobody will say coming back to Star Wars yes faster than Liam Neeson and Ian McDermott. I think Ian McDermott will say yes all the time. And it's like in like Billy Dee. Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I don't know if there are many actors who are in Star Wars outside of like. Harrison Ford. John, yeah, Harrison Ford and John Boyega. In like the I sequel, wait till they make Finn the Rogue Stormtrooper. Six I episode wish. series on Disney Plus. I put a pin in that as well. I have a, a business model that can save Star Wars and Marvel, I guess. But whatever, like this whole six episode format needs to go. We'll talk about that after this because I I want to talk about that in relation to this Dooku arc um the meeting with dooku and but yeah ian mcdermott a god at voice acting a god among men um mm-hmm. him meeting with dooku and palpatine meeting i love seeing the conflict and dooku really was not about to turn he was he was pretty close to saying i'm not helping you anymore he was so yeah. close and i do yaddle shut up and then he just committed to it and i was like no but she was there for all of the right reasons too. She was concerned about him, and she's like, "Tell him, like, you can come back with me. We can figure this out. Like, yes, I, you've done bad things, but we can figure this out. I will voice for you on like to, to the council. I am here. Like, I left the council because I see that you're right, and you're like, no. I had to write this down because this is what we we're talking about earlier with how the Jedi are serving the Senate basically at this part in the story." And Palpatine, Ian McDermott, drops the coldest line. And he says, the Jedi blindly serve a corrupt Senate that fails the Republic it represents. I'm like, there's no, you have spoken no lies in that sentence. No. You have spoken entirely true statements. Where's that poster that you have that I sent you? Uh, It's right there. (laughs) There are 3,000 people in this building. None of them care about you. God, None of them cool care thing. about you. I, I, 
I heard that from Palpatine and I was like, oh my God, it pains me to know that he's right. And it's like exactly, he said that and I like equated, I thought back to uh, Maul, back where he's talking about the Republic already falling in the oh. Siege of Mandalore. Like I, both of those lines, I was like, oh my gosh. But so then Yaddle and Dooku break out in their epic fight scene and her trying to pull him back and Dooku's just like, he has to commit to the role now at this point. Bro, I and the action, the choreography, the like the animation, the fights was phenomenal. The way I thought she died at first, where he dropped the door on her, I was like, "Bro, she just wow. got squished like a bug," and like, she wow. didn't. But then she died. Yeah, then she died. Which I was like, "Okay, this is a much better way for her to die." I was like, "That's a that was tough brutal. way to die." I was like, "Wow, that was." I'm really surprised they did that. But like I can't get oh I can't get over enough like the action like for that fight between the two of them. Albeit like it was maybe like three minutes. It was still I loved watching it. Not even maybe like two minutes, but it was still fun to watch, like just the animation at its best. Because again, some of this animation is just finally at like its peak. Yeah, it it's it was gorgeous. The whole like the, the establishing shots on some of these episodes. Episode four, man, I it's the best of the series. It's, it is S class Star Wars material for me. I love. I have no issue every... saying it's better than ninety percent of the episodes in Clone Wars. What? I have no issue saying it's better than like ninety nine percent of the episodes in Clone oh, Wars. Oh, it, it is. I the, the, like, and this is what I was saying when it was six episodes. Like people were like, oh, series about this dude. Marvel's short. That special presentation they did with the Werewolf by Night. A 50-minute, like, mini-movie or whatever of, like, Dooku's fall. Or, like, if they had made that a mini, like, little, like, Star Wars Presents. Dooku, I mean, it's like, there's Dooku Jedi lost the book or whatever, but. Dooku by I mean, like, night. Dooku by night, whatever. That's what we'll call it. I mean, I guess by night he is a Sith Lord. Um, that, like, that would fix so many. It's just, like, then so then you're not dealing with, like, oh, well, what episode are we going to do this? What episode are we going to do that? Condense your story down to, like, what is, like, the best. Like, if you're going to try to tell a concise story, don't do this six-episode crap. Like, if you want to tell a story and flesh out all of, like, the fun stuff, like Mando and stuff like that, and you want to dive into, like, go out and do fun stuff, do the longer seasons. That's fine. This six-episode stuff has got to go. Condense distill your story down into what you're trying to tell and put that into one format and then put it out even if it's just on disney plus like a animated short i'd be fine with like our our 15 long stuff i would too just like one every how like in and that, and i'm not complaining about how they did it it's just like when i hear them like oh we're doing six episodes or whatever it's like dude just like i mean i'm not a business i mean i'm not a business person but like shoot like if you just had put that all into one like consistent storyline, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I loved every the the fall of Count Dooku is the some of the my favorite was, stuff. Same. I had no, I have like no major complaints about this. Like I have like little nitpicks and like uh, gripes that I have with it. But I have I'm it's Tales of the Jedi is great. I wish it was more episodes, which I think is always a good thing when you're wishing for that. Um. Mm-hmm. I think when you're like asking for a show to have more episodes and that's always a good sign. I wouldn't be surprised if this was just a one season show to be entirely honest. I hope I mean, it's not. They could do no, this might be a stretch. I think the best sue me. 
I think the best route that you could go for creating another story is picking up with Ray after the rise of Skywalker. I, I, I think I agree with that. I also think you could honestly, this is how you can do the fall of Kylo Ren. This is how you could show the fall of Kylo Ren. I want that live action. So I don't want to say yes. I agree. I, I want a live action as well, but like, I'm like, just like this is, you could do that. I honestly think this is how you could bring the high Republic in. I would have to agree as well. I think as much as we've said that we'd love to see High Republic in live action, I, they're going to play it 100% safe with that. I think you could start by doing an animated show. Yeah. I don't and know. I would be 100% okay with that because I have no issue watching animated Star Wars. I love watching Star Wars is arguably at its best when it's animated. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy how like initially like we're so against the animated stuff. And now it's just like when I hear an animated something like Star- series is coming out, I'm like – this is that, that that's awesome. That's why I was this so hyped it. about Tales of the Jedi. I was so hyped about it. And like, it came out on the field. It did, and it was like announced like a, two months ago. Yeah. So it was like a and no, I it was announced here. at the it was announced at the end of beginning of summer. I mean, and I stand here vindicated. Well, I don't think it's the best Star Wars content. I don't think it beats. There's one episode that beats the Clone Wars. Two episodes that can beat 99% of the Clone Wars. Yeah, I know, but I just... And this is basically just... It's the same animation of the Clone Wars, so it's Clone Wars Part 3 now. I'm just saying, okay, while Andor is objectively a better show, Tales of the Jedi feels the most Star Wars to me. It is what I identify with in Star Wars and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. It's just... I think it's it's it represents Star Wars to me, but it does not beat the Siege of Mandalore. No, no, yeah, no. I mean, Siege of Mandalore also has a lot more runtime that it gets to play with. It does. So maybe if this again, if this was like a proper four episode arc or like long a proper four episode arc being twenty five minute long episodes instead of like eleven, because I think the shortest episode was eleven minutes. Uh, I don't know if Duke's were all that short. I, I don't think his were that short, but I think if the, I'm saying his were not over 18 minutes, I don't think. Let me look because I've already downloaded the Sith Lord on my Disney Plus app. Um, that is the oh, like I I've been I've been downloading episodes to watch on lunch break at work. It's on my Disney um, Plus app. I watch Casey Neistat videos. Welcome back I like to Casey YouTube, Neistat Casey. too. I have the Sith Lord downloaded. I'm chopping through Rebels right now. Um, but yeah, no. The Sith Lord is 17 minutes long. Um, for Episode 1 is 18 minutes. Episode 2 is 15. Episode 3 is 15. Episode 4 is 17. Episode 5 is 12. Episode 16 is... Or episode 6 is 16. Yeah, so there's no episode that's over 20 minutes. I think if you make a proper four-episode story arc with 25-minute episodes like it would be very very close to giving close to giving siege of mandalore run for its money i don't think it can beat it because it's the return of ahsoka and the return of maul and uh, something about that final season of the clone wars is just magical with it being the yeah. last arc but it gives ghost of mortis uh ubara and other clone wars like arcs uh ahsoka's jedi temple bombing arc it gives those like a run for their money I will honestly, this could be recency bias, could be, but like just knowing like the themes and what I love about Star Wars the most, I think I would rank 
the fall of Count Dooku behind the Siege of Mandalore for me. I'd have to come back to it. I've been thinking of coming back to Obi-Wan and seeing what I like think of it now that it's already out. And like actually, because I know I said how I love the first and second episode, or I enjoyed them. I think I might not enjoy them as much as I think in hindsight, but I want to come back to Obi-Wan and really do well, a re- issue- rewatch of it. I think the issue with Obi-Wan is the same thing that issue that I have with the sequel trilogy. It's like, I used to really love watching The Force Awakens, but now after like I watch it, I'm like, I know where this goes and it doesn't go anywhere. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And it's a little then- different for me because that's its own story in that movie. Obi-Wan's is a story over six episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh, I don't want to talk about Obi-Wan, man. I love, I mean, the character, I'll talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi all day, but like, just the show, I was just, whatever. And if you liked it, good for you. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad you like it. Yep. But yeah, great week for Star Wars content. Now we're back to only Andor next week. Yeah. But they after you finish Tales of the Jedi, you can see a big graphic on Disney Plus January fourth, Bad Batch season two. Go. Cool. I'm excited for that. That'll be fun to get up. back to. That's what's up. I think it's hilarious that Anfrita just got domed in the head back in the first season. Anfrita. <laughs> uh, anyways. I can't wait to get back to Hauser, too. Yeah, you and your boyfriend, Hauser. He's one of the best clones. But, yeah, that's all I have this week. Um, also, this is our 100th episode. This is? That's right. <laughs> happy Been 100 for 100 episodes 100 i just baby. realized that when i like looked at the title i was like when i just like titled this one legionnaire 100 we should have said that at the beginning of the episode yeah oh well you'll yeah, see it in the title you'll see 100 and you'll be like oh i guess they don't care about 100 episodes we do we didn't think i mean i thought i honestly i would never give up on this though even if like nobody listens to it no it's just fun to do yeah we're going to make it something, though. We're going to make it something. Um, but yeah, coming up, what do we got? We got Rings of Power, House of the Dragon series review this weekend that we'll talk about. One of those was work, and one of those was We're doing was the Rings fun. of Power review this weekend, right? Yeah, and House of the said... Dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whew. yeah, so one of those was, like, clocking into work, and one of those was actually leisurely, like, fun to watch. I'll let you guess which <laughs> one that was. <laughs> um... And then uh, well, we got Black Panther two weeks from today. This is our Black Adam tra- trailer or trailer review, movie review dropping. Uh, it's coming out today. Instead of having three episodes come out back to back to back, I thought I'd give a little breather, breather in between, breather. But I saw something saying that. Uh, wait, I gotta re- read it to you because I think it's funny. <laughs> I'll show you the picture too, and if you're not looking, then you have to look at it because it's a video podcast. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, why are you taking me to this post? Uh, it's <laughs> Black Adam was like Black Panther, but for bald people. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Oh my god! Bald um, people rejoice. You finally got well. Your apparently. Movie. People are going crazy for, um... Can we talk about Henry Cavill announcing his comeback, too? That was... I, yeah. that, that was really that's cool. Hype. 
That's hype. That was really, really cool to see. And Marvel. We didn't even talk about... We're going to have to talk about the Ant-Man trailer, too. Um, Yeah, that, that was this week. I wasn't... I saw it, and I wasn't excited. I saw it, and I was like, damn, credit to those actors, because there was not a single practical shot in that entire trailer. I honestly, at this point, I'm watching Marvel to see where they go with the story, but for nothing else, because yikes, I'm I'm hyped for Black Panther, too, though. And the Rihanna I, I, song came out today. I got to listen to it. Yeah, Black Panther 2 looks so good. I'm excited for that. Me, too. All right. I got to get rolling here, though. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see you this weekend for. Rings of Power and House of the Dragon, and we'll talk to you next week for more Andor stuff. All right. Kontuku rocks. Bye. Bye. Bye.